0: Grumpy Old Geeks, a weekly talk show hosted by Brian Schulmeister and Jason Filippo, Discussing the finer points of what went wrong on the internet and who's to blame Welcome to Grumpy Old Geeks, I'm Jason Filippo. And I'm Brian Schulmeister How are you What doing? a week, what yes. a week yes. <laughs> Quite the week Another one <laughs> Yeah,
1: I think it's going to go on for a little while
0: Yeah, it is. That's what's going to happen. I think so. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah,
1: not going to talk about that <laughs> nope, too much. Move on <laughs> a little bit in the news. <laughs> so move yeah, on. we, uh, we talked a little bit about, uh, the, uh, Dallas police department's attempt for, shall we say, user generated content,
0: um, <laughs> <Yes>, user generated incarceration.
1: <laughs> yes. That didn't go so well. Oh, good show title. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, the FBI has uh, had a taste of that itself, uh, as well. So the FBI asked for evidence of individuals inciting violence during protests and people responded. Boy, do they respond.
0: Oh, what did they do? What do they do? Lots
1: and lots and lots and lots of clips of the cops beating the shit out of people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of that going around. I actually, there last is... night, I, 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 I got to say, I took every bit of social media off my phone, out of my bookmarks and all my quick links, because I am tired of seeing those videos. I can't watch it anymore. I've hit a breaking point.
1: Uh, last night was it for me as well um yeah i saw a clip of the the 74 year old man in buffalo i don't know if you saw that one
0: nope i am fortunate enough not to see that one but i've yeah. seen enough of them
1: i've I've spent quite a lot of time in buffalo my heart hurts for that city right now the uproar was immediate uh and well i'll just explain it to you jason 74 year old guy standing just standing there police rolled by they pushed him over
0: okay yeah awesome Yep. yeah, yeah. Way, way to go way to go
1: so yes uh you know in in going with your shout out at the end of last show there are lots and lots and lots of good cops out there but uh mm-hmm. for anybody that's saying it's just a few rotten apples there's a couple of fucked up trees people
0: yeah there are definitely a few fucked up trees in this orchard that's for <laughs> damn sure yeah so uh, okay. we also, let's see, we put
1: out our show on, on Wednesday. We we yes. recorded on Tuesday, but we, we played along with the hashtag Blackout Tuesday, as did most people. Um, I have a couple things that I think I learned from that. Uh, non-sociological. Uh, this is just tech sort of stuff. Uh, I didn't miss Instagram one bit. Nope, me neither. Not at all. I I scrolled a couple times, just saw everything was black and went, well,
0: that's great. Fine. Yeah. Really made... (laughs) Really? The ads really brought the room together, though. (laughs) Yes. I I, I texted you immediately on Tuesday. I
1: was like, boy, it sure makes the ads pop, doesn't it?
0: (laughs) Sure as hell does.
1: Yeah. Uh, I learned that Facebook's timeline, even with all my various hacks in place, uh, is so disjointed at every single level. Uh, Comments, timeline, everything. Like, nothing is linear. You have to... You have to spend more time trying to get things into linear order than it's actually worth it. Um, It's
0: like a fucked-up episode of Memento, you know? Yeah, (laughs) it it really is.
1: Like... You know, especially if it's if it's a non friend comment thing. If if you're commenting on any kind of entity, like I got into a bit of a spat with the city of Santa Monica, you can never see anything in context because Facebook will not display things in correct chronological order unless you fucking force it to. So you know, yeah, because
0: uh, yeah, I've got the most recent tab like it's at the top of my list on the left with the new mm-hmm, design, mm-hmm. so I always just click that first. But it's still out of order. It's like I, yeah. I don't know. I let me explain to you what most recent means. Mark. I, I don't. <laughs> quite understand
1: like how you're supposed to have conversations when you can't have them in context because nothing is displayed chronologically it's insane to me it's insane
0: well that's um, seven years Brian we've been talking about this it makes no sense the algorithms just are destroying the conversation and yeah, you know we can really only are. talk about this so many times okay. uh, I guess we can keep talking about it because it keeps happening <laughs> well seven in, years in, of this
1: <laughs> when, when something big is going on it really becomes highlighted like when, when we're just in kind of our normal day-to-day pre-coronavirus pre mass rioting and looting and civil d- disruption uh state we did we it just kind of well whatever who cares but it really comes into focus how we're kind of basing our lives on these social media sites and they're so useless when this stuff sort of stuff happens
0: yeah it's like i'm trying to follow protests in my area and it's like you know okay i look at it it's like okay this protest is planned for this time and then you know it's it just it's all out of order. I'm like, okay, where are mm-hmm. they at now? Who's going where? And it's like I'm literally trying to help protect my friend's store to make sure that people aren't coming at him. And it's like, oh, uh, now we moved over to here, which was a post from six hours ago, and then followed by a comment t- two seconds ago. And I'm like, what? This makes no sense. It's making me insane. <laughs> so I just yeah. had to. I had to. I just. I, I'm. I'm off. I'm done. I'm. Yeah. So- call me. Call me in 2022 when this shit's over. Didn't miss Instagram, Facebook, utterly useless and just
1: frustrating. And Twitter just carries on and can't really be bothered by large social movements, except for, you know, making sure everybody knows you're a social media warrior and silly things like replace a letter to make something awful. My argument being no letters need to be replaced. Everything is awful. Everything's awful. Um, (laughs)
0: So, I I mean, remember back, I think, I mean, this was somewhere between episode number two and episode number 10. mm -hmm. Um, When we first started doing this show was basically when Arab Spring was around Mm -hmm. and everybody was making their icons green. And we came up with a term for it, and I cannot remember the term. Yeah, it's I think we made it a crazy. show title,
1: but who can scroll back that far? We've
0: And it's like that's what just reminded me of the whole Blackout Tuesday thing. I'm like, okay, sound and fury signifying nothing, because that's all it is. Again, yep. and it's like, yeah, this it it means nothing, and and most people did it fucking wrong because Don't they use hijacked the yes. they use, they use the wrong hashtag they use BLM and black lives matter for their their protest you know it, it wasn't protesticon but it was something close to that <laughs> is what i what i called it um I even came up with a business model around that if you remember i, <laughs> I gotta I go do. back and find that episode but uh yeah all all these stupid things do is just screw up the timeline and also you know screws up the communications for people who are actually trying to communicate It's like, okay i'm in houston i'm going to use blm houston blm like hashtag blm hashtag houston that way everybody is on the same page that's what hashtags were fucking invented for if you go back and read the <laughs> history history of your hashtag and you know these people just going i'm gonna sit in my house watch some tv in my sweatpants play with myself and post a picture of you know a black image okay great and you did it wrong you fucking did it wrong <laughs> so you know what guys stop you, you you're socialing wrong completely socialing wrong well <sighs> at
1: some point jason when the vast majority of people are socialing the way they're socialing uh, at the end of the day we end up being the ones socialing wrong because that's what everybody does
0: it just, it chaps my dazzle. Chaps my does. dazzle.
1: And uh, just to end this on, I think, kind of a happy note after we've just been bitching, <laughs> this is this is the one other thing that really did s- stick out to me. And so overall, um, regardless of all of this, the ability of humans and humanity to find humor in it all, the jokes, the memes, the gifs, yeah, it's mostly black humor. No hijacking of black movements intended here, just black humor. But that's my favorite kind anyways. It is amazing. I mean... Stunning how we are able to always rally and just rip the shit out of everything.
0: My favorite that I saw, I I can't remember if it was last night or this morning because time becomes a loop, um, was, of course, the picture of Trump standing in front of the church, holding up the Bible, but somebody replaced it with a porn video called Black Wives Matter. (laughs) That was was genius. It's pretty funny.
1: (laughs) Gotta admit, it's funny.
0: In the news... So this morning I woke up to another vision of the apocalypse, which all of the local news stations were saying, oh, my God, the Amazon Fulfillment Center in Redlands, California, is on fire. The one million square foot (laughs) facility. I'm surprised that the local news was actually
1: actually carrying anything because as I was watching, I I tried to scan over to local news uh, yesterday because uh, we were having another big protest in Santa Monica. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to watch the local news because CNN isn't covering it, and I want to know: Do I need to batten down the hatches again? Is is it getting bad? Uh, But obviously, local local channels thought everything was solved because they were just uh, running the uh, Charlie Sheen show. I was watching uh-huh. Judge Judy instead.
0: <laughs> yeah. So there yeah. you go. Everything yeah. No, must be it fine. was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I watch I watch uh, Good Morning LA on, on Fox. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do watch Fox in the mornings because they do have a good morning show. And they were the first people to actually point out the fact that no- it's not Amazon that was on fire. It okay. was uh, two, Amazon's two blocks away, and Amazon finally came out and said, hey, guys, it's not us. Don't worry. You're still going to get your your dog food, your kibble, and your sex toys on time. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, but it was insane, this, this building that went up. I mean, it was it's massive, and it burned in like two and a half hours. But the fun part about it is there's a Twitter account. That uh, this is the tech tie in here. I'm, I'm getting getting to the tech tie And <laughs> It's not just that Amazon was burning because everybody would have been conspiracy theories out the wazoo. Um, there's a there's a guy who follows all the emergency stuff on on his like you know his radio. And whenever there's a you know a big event like a three alarm fire like this one was, he goes to the scene and then live streams it. Right. Cuz he's a, he's a no I I guess a budding arsonist or trying to learn the tactics of the LAFD or he's just a fan of fire, but he was the one that was there and periscoping the fire first thing. And um the, the like the news was trying to get a hold of this guy and figure out like w- w- hey, did you set the fire because there were apparently several explosions heard before this thing went off. And uh he was like, "No, nah, I just did I just follow stuff around because I got nothing else to do? <laughs> so I'm like, okay, you go, man. But it's pretty interesting that a guy on Periscope is the one that broke the fire. Right. So it was interesting. But yeah, did you did you see this thing?
1: No, I haven't seen anything. I, I only oh woke my- up about ten God. minutes ago.
0: Okay. Let's so yes, this is Yeah, this thing started about five thirty in the morning and by seven thirty, this entire one million square foot building was gone. The well, only thing that is left are the walls around the side, the entire like roof caved in, and it's just gone. And it right. it's right next to the 10. And that's what that was the tip off. I'm like, okay, well, I did a Google Map search because Google is our friend and I'm like, oh, the Amazon place is up the road. That's not it. And I also thought that Amazon's gotta have a really good fire suppression system in their warehouse. They and have a lot of good suppression up. systems. Yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they Employee do. Employee dissent, fire, free speech. You know. <laughs> <laughs> minimum wage. Oh, wait, no, they're doing okay with the minimum wage. Never mind. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But anyway, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, it was not Amazon. But uh, I think everybody this morning that was watching the news and watching this thing burn was like, oh, my God, how much later is my shit going to be now? That's all they cared about, I'm sure. you know? Yeah. So uh, uh, that was oh, the other thing was it 's because I think Amazon uses that place to park some of their trucks because it was lined with Amazon prime truck like nah. tra- like tractor trailers that burned right, right so people thought it was like oh no it 's an Amazon warehouse, but I guess they just you know when they 're not using some of their uh, their semi trailers they just they park them there to keep them out of the way right.
1: Well, we got uh, another little bit of hyper local news that went national. This happened in Santa Monica, and this video did the rounds amongst uh, all my local friends before it, it uh, leapt to the national level, as it were. I, I don't know if you've seen this video, Jason, but the video involves a, an attractive young woman uh, pulling up along a, a very, um, you know, uh, hoity-toity shopping district here in Santa Monica. She leaps out of a Mercedes SUV. And uh, goes over to a a man in an orange vest who is busy installing, um, you know, plywood over windows for, I don't know if that particular store had already been looted or if they were just protecting it for future possibilities, whatever. Um, So she she leaps out. She asks to uh, borrow the drill from the worker uh, and poses for a picture of her drilling in and helping the community by putting up some plywood. All right. She didn't actually do any drilling. She then hands it back to the worker, thanks him, and goes back into the uh, SUV with her photographer, who she also identified as her boyfriend with an offhand remark saying, boyfriends of Instagram. She laughs, seeming to acknowledge her companion's assist with her fake photo op and threw out a flippant BLM before leaving the scene. Okay. So this got passed around a lot here in Santa Monica and people were just saying, you know, what a what a horrible person this is. Turns out <laughs> Turns out. Uh, this got shared by some famous people, and uh, then it got viewed over 13 million times. And Jesus. Then, <laughs> then the person was identified, and she turned out to be Fiona Moriarty McLaughlin, a commentary intern for DC Examiner, uh, who was basically also an influencer.
0: Oh, an influencer. Yes, <laughs> an influencer.
1: So this caused her to immediately deactivate and shut down all of her social media.
0: <laughs> As it should, because... Instant she, karma!
1: Instant karma, yes, exactly. So, fuck you, Fiona.
0: Yeah. Well, her name is Moriarty, so she's, you know... Yeah, well, yeah, in, she's on the evil side. a villain. Yes. Uh, and we have, Oh, God. I, 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 hang on, I just... Yeah. I, I, did she think this was not going to get... Found out somehow. You know that this, this is the weird thing that is happening
1: right now. We, we maybe again, like we've always talked about on the show, maybe technology has just moved on too fast for the human brain to understand because on all levels, even people that are making a living using their cell phone cameras to shoot fake photos of themselves doing wonderful things seem to forget that we all have cameras in our phones influencers forget it when they do stupid shit like this cops forget it when they push over 74 year old men do do you not (laughs) understand we all
2: have
0: phones
1: (laughs) you are all being recorded all the time yes and uh your stupid shit is going to get posted and you will get identified
0: yeah panopticon
1: fail Mm -hmm. that's what
0: (laughs) it's really just a panopticon fail yes it's
1: it's shocking to me uh now I just have a link here to a Twitter thing. I saw this uh, just a little bit before I woke up and this is pretty amazing that we have a proof of concept, Jason. Um basically that uh, Donald Trump's uh tweets uh oh going through going through the regular <laughs> going through the regular <laughs> algorithms and filters of Twitter would get his account banned immediately because I saw was-
0: this and I dropped my bacon. I literally yes. dropped I was having a piece of bacon and I dropped it when I saw this. I'm like, How good I- is this? So, I love these people. Uh, I love guy, them.
1: Bizarre Lazar set up an, an experiment. Uh, he started about 12 hours ago. or Well, no, this was done on June 1st, so a little bit earlier in okay. the week. Yeah. Uh, he set up an account and just started literally retweeting word for word every single one of President Trump's tweets. Within 12 hours, his account was temporarily limited. He was asked to remove tweets. And then his account
0: got suspended. Yep. This is at suspended the pres, P-R-E-S, <laughs> on Twitter. And I'm like... You, sir, are a mad genius. Mm-hmm. I love you. And this just shows the bias. This shows yep. the bias against. Oh, wait. I thought social media was biased against conservatives and Republicans. I guess. Uh, Brian, huh. hmm. I guess they might be. Oh, I don't know. Wrong. Hmm. <laughs> they might be actually wrong. Oh, wait. We've had court uh, court rulings that they're wrong. So I guess. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But, uh... Anyways, this genius is, proof of concept. Up. Genius. <laughs> yeah, genius. It, it does genius. not look
1: good, Jack. Does not look good. Even though you're trying to do something, this does not look good.
0: Bizarre Lazar, you win the internet for the day. Yes.
1: And uh, Snapchat has jumped on board, sort of. Uh, they will no longer promote content from Trump's Snapchat account in its app. The company announced the change will make Trump's Snapchat posts more difficult to find in the app, although the company isn't removing any content or changing how his posts appear to subscribers. Uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not big into Snapchat. I don't even have it on my phone anymore. Yep. What they're Basically, doing is not giving him free advertising anymore they will not right. amplify his his posts by putting them in the discover platform etc cetera, etc cetera. so that's actually i guess kind of a good thing at least they're doing it's something
0: It's a step it's yeah. a step it's you a know step. if they really wanted to do it they would just cancel his account like everybody on social media should yes but nobody's gonna do that because but in
1: following in line with the okay. with the then the campaign you know which basically told that Twitter is is censoring the president, even though they're just putting a label on it, <laughs> yeah, which is censoring. Yeah. Uh, the campaign is coming around and basically now accusing Snapchat of trying to rig the 2020 election by not giving them free ads.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, they can go <laughs> fuck themselves. So that's all I care about. <laughs> they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> yes. So while we even have the,
1: the low hanging fruit of social media, Snapchat uh, getting in there and doing something about what the president's doing online, Zuckerberg is staying course.
0: He's holding firm. He's holding firm.
1: There was a Tuesday Q&A meeting with around 25,000 employees, which got very tense as they took, and I love this, they took pre-prepared and pre-selected questions that uh, did not go well for the Zuck. uh, Mostly involving, you know, why are you doing this? How are you allowing this? What's the justification for this? And he went on to say that after reviewing and studying up on the history (laughs) of the situation, he decided that the right action... Where we are right now is to leave this up. Uh, He does not see this as being uh, read as a dog whistle, even though everybody else does. And um, he's just going to keep it. So but uh, we've had more pushback. All of his employees are pushing back. More people are leaving. Uh, The really most interesting question of all of this was um, he went through the process of the decision making to leave his stuff up. And it was a very small group of people, of course, involving Sheryl Sandberg, who, in my eyes, can do no right. She's just horrible. She <laughs> yeah, had no
0: right. She's just, she is the problem. She That's needs to lean solution. out the door,
1: as far as I'm concerned. She may have done yep. some stuff for women's rights, but she's fucking horrible COO. Uh and policy VP Joe Kaplan. The one person not involved in this discussion was a vice president of integrity. They have yep. a vice president of integrity who is not at all involved in the decision about whether <laughs> Facebook should be have any integrity or not.
0: Exactly. <laughs> So, oh, Facebook yeah.
1: will not be doing anything along those lines, and God knows whatever reason, but uh, God knows that they have the ability to do it, because guess what came out this week as well? Facebook- oh, hang on,
0: hang on, hang on. Before, before we go down that road, I gotta okay. say, did you read Kara Swisher's uh, op-ed on the New York Times about this situation? Uh, no, I have not. Oh, she just she just took him to the mattresses. She's just like, this is – you suck. You absolutely <laughs> suck. You can't be fired, so you're a little dictator inside your own fealty, and you have not done the research. I would like to see your research. She, she basically said, Mark, show your work. Show your work. And, <laughs> and, you know, for Kara Swisher to say that, to come out against Facebook, who is, you know – with Recode, Facebook is a lot of her bread and butter, so they could yep. pull her access at any time. So that was a ballsy move Ooh. to go to the New York Times and not even on her own platform to do an op-ed and say, Mark, you're being a dumb shit. <laughs> that is, you know, I, I'm not a huge Kara Swisher fan, but that she just, she went up like, you know, my heart grew three times that day, <laughs> I'll say. <laughs> I like her a lot more now because she she just, she's calling his bullshit. and. Yeah. Even doing it, she just realized also that, you know, she's got a big platform at Recode, but not as big as the New York Times. And they let her like, Kara, would you like to take the mic for a minute? And she <laughs> dropped it on her way out the door saying, fuck you, Mark.
1: Excellent. Well, in case you think that it's just too difficult for these platforms to take care of this stuff or, or Facebook and Instagram in particular. Uh, nope. Their tools work pretty well. They yep. accidentally <laughs> blocked the Seek hashtag for nearly three months. Whoopsie. mistakenly <laughs> this came out uh in in march apparently as a result of a report in march uh the company says it first became aware of the block on wednesday so starting in march they blocked the seek hashtag which is Pretty benign if you ask me
0: um. you know, do, you know, do you have any idea if what would happen what in this country Christianity if christian, Christianity christian yeah. Christianity Jesus hashtag Jesus if hashtag Jesus Jesus Jeebus <laughs> got banned, do you have any idea the the bullshit that we would have to listen to, but since it was Sikh? You know, it took three months for them to figure it out, but it, this is, it's the same exact thing. It yes. is exactly the same thing. I'm not, and then, you know, of
1: course, they made the statement that they quickly moved to unblock them. I would argue, after three months of people complaining, that's not very quick. Um, our processes <laughs> yeah. fell down here. I mean, they're sorry. They said. <laughs> now, one they did move a little bit quicker on is they also managed to somehow. Put in a spam detection system that caused users to be unable to post or interact with the hashtag Black Lives Matter hashtag, which
0: one Whoops. would argue? <laughs> oh God! Oh, how, how do these people stay in business? I, I well, we don't stop. <laughs> Can't stop, yeah. won't stop, Jason. <laughs> First one's free. God.
1: Uh, in case you thought this was all limited to uh, online stuff well we've, we of course know that um, racism is not limited to online or limited to offline it's very much online but I had no idea it was so much in gaming and gaming systems seem to be doing a better job of dealing with this than our social media do Call of Duty developer will crack down on racist players Activision and Infinity Ward are responding to Black Lives Matter protests with more than just delayed Call of Duty seasons uh, Infinity Ward is vowed to crack down harder on racism and its military shooters. Oh, there's some iron, irony there, I think. Uh, Including more efforts to monitor and identify uh, racist no. material, more no. in-gaming reporting systems, and increasing the number of permanent bans to deal with habitual offenders. So, racism is rife in online gaming as
0: well. Good times. It is, but there's a lot of self-policing going on. I played a lot of Call of Duty, and you know, if if they're racist in our group when we're out there, they're insta banned. They're always insta banned. You know, anybody says the N-word, they're out of the group. Period. And... You know, a lot of the players I play with, I mean, I, I it's a very diverse group. It is the world that plays Call of Duty, but there are assholes out there like there are in, I don't know, the world. <laughs> so, um, I mean, yeah, shit happens like that. But uh, just because it's a military shooter, Brian, don't don't immediately go that everybody's racist on there. I didn't say not. everybody. I know, but it's, it, it, is a, it is a slice of the world. It's the population. Right. You know, half of the damn people I play with are I, I, every race that you can completely... <laughs> picture in the world and we all get along except every now and again i'd say like three percent of the people that come in are just asshole racist and they instantly get booted and blacklisted so you know it is it it, it's an easy way to self-police on these game platforms and i'm glad that they're stepping up but um you know i i would like you, you can't just kick somebody off your platform because they're a racist they have to do some racist shit you know so when they do racist shit well i mean i'd argue that
1: yeah that's that's you're not going to know that somebody's a racist on these platforms until they do the racist shit so
0: yeah but being a (laughs) racist is not a crime doing racist shit gets you banned (laughs) from the platform and that's pretty much what we do excellent Everyone needs a world-class VPN. Grumpy Old Geeks recommends private internet access to protect your online privacy and identity. Private internet access never keeps any records of their users' online activities, so you can be assured that you have complete privacy and nobody knows what you're doing online. No matter your technical skills, private internet access is one of the easiest VPN apps out there. All it takes to connect is just one click or tap and your data will be encrypted instantly. With just one private internet access VPN subscription, you can connect up to 10 devices at the same time. Go to gog.show slash VPN and sign up today. For a limited time only, you can get our favorite VPN for just $2.69 a month when you sign up for two years. gog.show slash VPN. That's gog.show slash VPN.
1: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
0: Apps and Doodads. We've got a quick audio episode here on Apps and Doodads. I got my sound device's Mix pre 6 version 2 mm. yesterday in is the mail. Is it fancier than mine? It is fancier than yours. It's, this one does 32-bit float. Which, uh, I don't know if you know how that works, Brian, but it makes it impossible to clip audio anymore. It's
1: nice. Yes. Razzmatazz. Yeah,
0: Yeah, it is. It's got some razzmatazz. Unfortunately, Logic, which I use to edit my shows, does not support it yet. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) But uh, I'm going through, because I set yours up a long time ago before Mm -hmm. I gave it to you. And uh, that's what you use right now. And it's a beautiful device. Yep. And nice and small. It's a, yeah it's very small it's it they put a lot of uh a lot of quality into that device, which is why it's nine hundred dollars <laughs> but uh I'm trying to get most of my clients moved over to it, so I had to go buy one so I can sit here and say, nope, go here, press this menu button do this analysis. and because it is a professional device unlike the Roadcaster pro, which yes. is the roadcaster amateur which is don't even get me started (laughs) i'm gonna put it in a box with the blue yeti and just set it on fire but uh, if you are looking to start a podcast and you have the means uh, i recommend the mix pre-6 version two or the mix pre-3 which is about 200 bucks cheaper uh the mix pre-3 will get you a couple inputs but the mix pre-6 will get you four xlr inputs which is what you need if you're going to have a host and three guests right so you always future proof if you can for the money and uh it is just – I'm so glad I got this thing back. I'm going to retire my my PreSonus Studio 192s, my beloved Studio 192s. Uh, almost nobody has these things anymore because they, they stopped making them a while ago. But um, if you're interested in an awesome audio interface that uh, just works day in, day out, it's a workhorse. It mm-hmm. is uh, rack-mounted, though. That's the only thing. But uh, hit me up. I'm going to be selling my – my my uh, 192s but i love these things so much but all my clients use the mix pre-series now so there's no reason for me to keep using the the studio series for presonus. right um but most people aren't producers like i am and don't have clients so they can just use it and it's an amazing device which is what i'm talking on right now and have been for six years um i did find an awesome article over at rogue Amiba called enhancing microphone input with audio effects now I'm a huge fan of Rogue Amoeba. They, you know, they've had Audio Hijack from the the old days, which lets you, um, you know, just take any audio input and record it. Yeah. You know, that was the way we stole, you know, <laughs> streams back in the day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, And they they have a lot of features in Audio Hijack now, which you can do microphone, or you can do basically signal enhancements. You can put a gate on it. You can put an EQ on it, all sorts of different features on it in real time. Mm-hmm. And if you use that with Loopback, which is the best thing that has ever come across the the Maco sphere as far as audio goes, which it's a routing app, it lets you like create all these virtual devices and do routing for all of your different things that we all use. All the professional podcasters use Loopback, mm-hmm. but this is a very simple article on how to take Audio Hijack and Loopback. And add audio effects to your input so you can enhance your microphone for things like live streaming on Skype or uh, Zoom or any of the apps that you're running to give you, like, better sound. Right. And so I recommend anybody who is a new podcaster or getting into pod- just, just it, even, like, a, you know, anybody in the podcast spectrum who has a show, make sure you have Audio Hijack and Loopback. These are the two things that make having a Mac for doing audio Just a must-have. And I also got to do a quick shout-out to Farago or Farago. I don't know how you want to say it. But that's their soundboard app that we use very judiciously. I'm not even going to open it right now because (laughs) I don't need to. I don't want to drive that one home. But the three of those are like the holy trinity of audio software apps that you have to have if you're a podcaster. So definitely check those out. Yep. Brick-a-brick. Now, my friend Sean Bonner, who we've talked about on the show, my ex-business partner and uh, man about town, he posted a, a blog post on mm-hmm. his uh, blog, yes. his bloggy blog. That's, yes. where you, that's where you generally post a blog post yeah. uh, on uh, on how to do social distancing werewolf. Now, werewolf is one of those games that you play with a bunch of people around a table after having multiple rounds of cocktails and uh it's it's a very social game it's about lying and deception and all these crazy things and he posted how to do it over the internet Mm -hmm. and i am totally going to give this a try do you want to join in for when we when we do this brian because it sounds like it's going to be a ton of fun
1: uh uh, let me look into it a little bit more and see if (laughs) i probably
0: (laughs) know probably no okay (laughs) But uh, I I put the the link in the show notes. It is uh, social distancing werewolf and uh, definitely check it out because I think this is a cool way to do remote gaming that's well thought out and uh, all the instructions are there. So if you're a werewolf fan, and I know a lot of people who listen to the show are werewolf fans, uh, give it a give it a read because it's just something to pass the damn time. (laughs) Start another GOG gaming group, Jason. I can, I can. We'll do, we'll, oh, maybe that's what we should do next time. We we oh, we still need to do another uh, drink up, drink up round three. Yeah, because I, I think it's too late
1: to do it this weekend. But why don't we shoot for next?
0: Yeah, let's shoot for next weekend because, uh, unfortunately, I forgot to cancel the Zoom subscription, so we no, paid for so it, so, so we might as well again. do something. Okay. We, got, we got another month of Zoom, so hey. we might as well have some fun. And write call it call
1: back to something we haven't
0: recorded yet
1: because we do this out of order and security hasn't come up yet. Because we paid for it, we get end-to-end encryption.
0: <laughs> that's right. That's <laughs> right. Security? Ha! We're joined again this week by Dave Bittner. Dave is the host of the CyberWire podcast. Dave is also the co-host of the social engineering podcast Hacking Humans with Joe Kerrigan, as well as the co-host of Caveat with Ben Yellen, where they discuss law and policy, as well as surveillance and privacy. Must be a busy week over there at the show, I'm guessing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just a little bit <laughs> well before we get to anything first thing is first I have to thank Jason for I don't know if Brian had anything to do with this or if this was just a, just a, financially a,
0: he he did he did, a, he did a post he did a post facto split. I'm like, you want to get in on this thing that I just bought? And he's right, like, yeah, okay. yeah, why not? A tremendous <laughs> personal
2: sacrifice on, <laughs> on, on Brian's part. Uh, yes, yeah, so I got home uh, earlier this week, and there was a, a a cardboard box waiting for me, and I opened it up, and inside was a life size cardboard cutout of. A stormtrooper and I smiled and I laughed and it made me happy and it made me feel good and so uh, Jason thank you so much for that I I do appreciate
0: it very very much you're welcome like I said on Twitter we make dreams come true on a budget budget.
2: I will tell you that uh I set it up in my living room uh to start and uh, I I am going to bring it here to the office. I haven't brought it in yet cuz it's it's it big and you know it's hard not it's hard to move but uh it's hard to move and not damage probably not right? the best right. time to like walk it down the street either.
0: Well, there's that too. Yeah. So Actually, said- he can hide behind it and fit in. <laughs> Right, yeah, it uses a
2: shield against uh, <laughs> yeah. those bullets. Um, so I I set it up in the living room, and the way our house is configured, if you come down the stairs from from upstairs, and you sort of you turn right at the bottom of the stairs, and you face the living room, and there's the stormtrooper. <laughs> so <laughs> I came down the other day uh, to start my day. Came down the stairs, turned, and the stormtrooper was there, but he had been turned to face the wall. <laughs> so <laughs> somebody, <laughs> I think somebody got up for a midnight snack. Or something, and came downstairs and and uh, got a little startled by uh, whatever TK four oh seven or whatever his his, nice. his name is. So yeah, thank you, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. It was really yeah. nice of you.
0: You're welcome, and I figured in in like a worst case scenario, you can poke the eyes out and walk around with it, and <laughs> kind of feel like you're a stormtrooper,
2: right? What I you need know. to do is uh, fi- when we open up again, and and I f- find a, an event that the 501st is doing, <laughs> just like <laughs> duct tape it to yourself. <laughs> show, show, right, show it. You s- c- take a couple of bungee cords and just strap it around my midsection. Punch out the eyes, and uh, I'm here, guys. Just, yeah, st- 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 stand next to him <laughs> uh, that would that would be funny yes <laughs> that's because you guys didn't get back to me on twitter here i am <laughs> right right uh how you guys doing so far so good so far yeah. I'm,
1: I'm alive it's been a week yeah keep thinking yeah. it's gonna get
2: a little less interesting but it doesn't hey, you yet. live in interesting
0: times <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah i feel today kind of like um I'm having a, a bit of a Rodney Dangerfield moment where I'm like uh, yeah, I'm all right now, but last night I was in rough shape, you know. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> last night I uh woke up in the middle of the night uh from a nightmare and uh it was it was a nightmare out. Dave, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> I know, still in it. Uh, no, but like I, I cried out and, you know, called out. I was so scared in the, and, um, I actually turned the lights on in my room. You know, it, it was, I can't remember the last time I was so unnerved and scared by a uh, dream. Alexa, panic mode. <laughs> yeah. The, the iron bars fall and block all the windows and the, uh, the, 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 the hatch opens to the spiral staircase to the underground <laughs> bunker and all that stuff. But uh, no, it was a a little unnerving, but uh, I'm actually in good spirits now. Uh, Good. I have to say
1: I I worried about you a bit this week. Uh, It was a bit of
2: a rough week at times,
1: and I don't know how close any of the – I mean, the protests were fine. It isn't the protests that we're talking about. It was the rioting and the looting that came along with it. I don't know how much of that you had to deal with
2: personally or got near you. I'm guessing not much. No, not much. Um, In fact, uh, something that lifted my spirits was uh, my actual hometown here, which is Columbia, Maryland, uh, had a Black Lives Matter demonstration uh, organized by a bunch of high school age kids and drew probably four to five thousand people. Uh, Mm. Just had a peaceful march through uh, which, you know, where where we are downtown, which means around the mall, but (laughs) uh, (laughs) around the mall to the lakefront. And, um, just, to, I think it went as well as it possibly could ha- could have, uh, in, in all the best ways. And, um, so it was nice to see, uh, that possibility, um, you know happen and then of course you know right down the road is is DC which yes. is a different story <laughs> been watching that yep <laughs> yeah uh, interesting to see uh, them uh, painting black lives matter on 16th street today mm-hmm. which i have to say uh, I, I, I think is pretty cool um, yep. I, I, it's it's a funny way a funny expression of a little bit of a, a pissing match between DC government and the federal government over who owns this street <laughs>
0: Yeah, what was it they they named uh, Black Lives Matter Park down the street as well? Oh, is that right? I didn't, I hadn't caught wind of that.
2: Interesting. Yeah, right. yeah,
0: your your mayor is doing uh, you know top level trolling to the yeah <laughs> to the administration <laughs> right now. <laughs> Gotta love that.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know they don't give them the vote in Congress or anything, but uh, at least they can flex their <laughs> muscles some. <laughs>
0: Yeah. yeah take take what you can get man take what you can get
2: <laughs> Yeah no it's it's been absurd i mean the the whole thing with the the president in front of the church i've been Whoa. to weddings at that church and uh so just to see him there it's just yeah it's it's a place i don't think many of us thought we would ever find ourselves and uh holding a bible it, it, like one would hold a rotting fish
0: Right, right. Speaking of riding fish, did you see the uh, the protesters using the inflatable alligators and sharks as as riot shields against the police? I did in France. Yes, (laughs) Yes. I love
2: that.
0: (laughs) I love that so much. <laughs> they today they win the internet.
2: <laughs> so, that's right. That's right. Well, I was wondering were they're going to break into a song from Les Mis, you know, about, <laughs> uh, about the bar- the barricade and uh, <laughs> But uh yeah, I love that. I was actually thinking, you know, those little floaty things are probably pretty tough. They they have to stand up. They take up to, a beating. My right, son I've exactly. seen my son go at it. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, I, I wanted to actually bring something up really quickly because Jason mentioned this so many times. The um, the Guy Fox masks because I, I I have been switching back and forth between various national coverages, which means the big three networks, um, Fox to you know know thine enemy, uh, MSNBC and CB and CNN and and CNN Charles Cuomo. Uh, repeatedly, oh, every God. single time he talks about the podcast, he talks about or talk, talks about the podcast, talks about the <laughs> protests, uh, mm. he talks about uh, people
0: running around in Guy Fox masks, of which I've seen zero. I've seen two. Okay. Out of the tens and hundreds of thousands of people, I have seen two. Right. So that's mm-hmm. just his go-to verbal tic, apparently. Yeah, yeah. He, he's trying to, you know, uh, Make it a flex, thing. <laughs> flex his knowledge of anonymous, which has nothing to do with any of this. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's kind of stupid. Cuomo, I've... I, 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 I'm done with Cuomo. <laughs> I, I turned him off a long time ago.
2: I've seen one, and it was it was a uh, it was a hand drawn thing. Like someone had drawn the image of the mask right. on a piece of cardboard and had stretched that around their face. So yeah, yeah. So misinformation know. comes on all <laughs> forms and flavors,
1: does it not? Yes, so yeah. imagine that. Uh, Fox, so,
0: Fox on a budget. I love that. <laughs> so we can
1: uh, maybe move on here from from one crisis back to the OC, the original crisis. Um, we, we we all follow tech and security, all three of us here, and, and we've talked a lot about uh, the contact tracing apps that we're going to save our collective asses. Mm. It is now June. Where are the contact tracing apps? I haven't mm. heard anything about them recently.
2: Well, (laughs) uh, I can answer that question. Good, right. (laughs) (laughs) Got to earn your pay somehow. That's why Why you're here. (laughs) Yeah, I know, I know. Usually I just toss these questions over to, you know, Ben Yellen or Joe Kerrigan, (laughs) my experts, you know, the guys (laughs) who make me look good. But Mm -hmm. uh, um, so as you guys are probably aware, the latest iOS update enabled the contact tracing on the iPhone. Yep, we all have Um, the API now yeah yeah although I but I do not I don't I have not seen an app be available in the app store. It may be, and mm. I'm just unaware of it. Yeah. Um, but I can say that um, they have had success with their contact tracing app in France. Uh, they're getting high marks for that uh, and not so much in the UK. theirs is not going as well. so there's a number of um, Usage? around is the that world a factor. Well, it is. Um, I, I think a lot of it comes down to culture as to what people are willing to do for the greater good.
1: Yes, the you French know, are known the, for being surrender monkeys. So, of course, they would.
0: <laughs> no, Brian, we, we're, we're, uh, we're renaming words, them sur- mine, surrender gators. They're surrender gators now. Surrender gators. Okay. Yeah. All right.
2: Um, but. Uh, yeah, theirs is going well. They're getting a good amount of adoption, and it seems to be working for them. Right? Um, does it? Does it surprise? I, I guess who's leading the charge here in the U.S.? There's been the messaging has been other than Apple and Google working together to develop something, mm-hmm. um, and the, there's been competing versions or alternate versions. Things we've talked about at some folks that I've interviewed, but there hasn't been any. Um, you know, uh, messaging thing, kind of like fill out your census form. You know, install the contact tracing app. Do your part. Be a good citizen. I've seen nothing like that here yeah. stateside.
0: Well, is most of be- the charging is done right now by police on unarmed protesters, so I think the, they're a little well, busy at the there's moment. There's that,
1: yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, is it is it because it's well, it's what kind of the things that we talked about? It has to be an all in or nothing thing, and there's there's no national leadership, so it's been punted to states and. Right. I, I You know, I know that there was a one state that put out a contact tracing app, I think, a month ago or something like that. And they yeah, we, Dakota, and everybody immediately yeah. discovered that it was basically sharing information with uh, I think it was uh, whatever's left of Foursquare, that company. So it was kind of like, yep. oh, mm-hmm. that's great. Oh, Foursquare.
0: Foursquare is massive, by the way. They're not it's not whatever's left. They're well, a massive company. Wh-
1: whatever's left of the public facing one, right. which yes, we all yes. remember. Right. And, you know, becoming mayors at the coffee shop sort of thing.
0: Yeah, they're all B2B yeah. now and they are
2: gigantic. <laughs>
0: But, mm-hmm. I mean, we have to hit 80% on the contact tracing app. So, without 80%, then they're pretty much useless, is what all the scientists yeah. said.
2: Mm, I, I've I've heard 60 is the number that I've heard okay. batted around as the minimum. Um,
0: <laughs> we also were told at the beginning not to wear masks, and now we have to wear masks. Yeah, so, yeah that's the absolutely knows. right. <laughs> yes. Every,
2: everything is provisional. Everything is provisional <laughs> in this world. Um, yeah, so... Uh, I don't know that we're going to see much because it seems to me also that we're in the midst of reopening now. I mean, as we we record this here in Maryland, we're uh, kicking in another level of reopening this afternoon, uh, allowing some restaurants to open and uh, hair care places and things like that. So I'm not convinced that the data is driving all it's not. It's decision? it's not. It's not.
1: <laughs> we, we're seeing the stats already. Florida's just announcing now that after, you know, whatever, they they've been reopening for over a month now, and numbers are through the roof. So now is exactly when we would need these contact tracing apps. If we're going to do this, which we are, inadvisedly, and with bad results everywhere they've done it so far... Oh, well, whatever. We're screwed. Yeah.
0: I think <laughs> also <laughs> – stick, stick to staying one, home.
2: <laughs> one thing I, I noted uh, earlier in the week was there was a – I believe it was a police chief who was referring to some of the ways they were tracking protesters and so forth. And he was using the term contact tracing, Yeah, um, which was st- – stupid of him to do. Yes, <laughs> because yes, it was. He was, he was. They are not the same thing. What he was doing is not the same thing as the contact tracing. But talk about torpedoing the messaging for this thing you're trying to get people to uh, install as a public health thing. Uh, that sort of messaging is just the exact opposite of what needs to be done.
1: <laughs> yeah, I agree. And actually, uh, this kind of rolls me into the next thing, uh, because for me, this is and you guys can correct me if i'm wrong but for me this is a messaging error as well uh stories have come out about zoom and uh you know obviously they've gone gangbusters since since covid-19 hit Probably because, you know, not necessarily because they're the best program for video conferencing, but they certainly have the best name. It worked really well and they were in the right place at the right time. And mm-hmm. there's been a lot of frustrations and a lot of problems with, with their their encryption and their privacy and all that. And we've discussed all that and they've worked very hard to try to fix that by bringing in armies of consultants and security engineers and everything. And this week they've announced that they will have end-to-end encryption if you pay. Uh, and they say free users for sure. We don't want to give that. Uh, the Eric Wan said, the CEO in a company earnings call. And his reasoning behind this is because we want to work together with the FBI, with local law enforcement in case some people use Zoom for a bad purpose. Now, mm-hmm. be that as it may, that may or may not be true. It's certainly not the best time to try to get that message out there. Um, <laughs> Right. <laughs> and, yeah. and I would argue that the messaging that they should have used is we are a company who is in the business of making money and the way software works now is we give you limited features for free and then we expect you to pony up for professional services. Is mm-hmm. that not a better messaging that makes more sense and is really
0: true? Pretty much, okay. that's what I would have gone with because that's <laughs> pr- that's the truth. It's like, come on, guys, you want you want the full feature set? You got to pay for the full feature set. I have no problem with that. They are, I mean, like, like you said, they're a company looking for profit. That just you could have stopped a company. They're yeah. a company. That, they're, they're a
1: company that wants they, to make money, business. and right now, yeah. you know they have an unparalleled opportunity as a company because so many people and businesses are using their services you want to lock them into subscriptions especially for larger companies so that when this is all over you have them as your as as clients as as customers and why wouldn't they try to force and get people into paid models right now
2: yes and <laughs> however <laughs> The flip side argument to that is: uh, Should there be a privacy and security tax? In other words, are if someone cannot afford it, should they be left out of the? This is
1: America, Dave. The answer is yes, (laughs) yes,
0: (laughs) wholeheartedly yes. No, I've seen those arguments
1: as well, and they, you know, particularly they're talking about nonprofits and things of that nature. But, but what government or what governments? What private companies have always done is they've reached arrangements with with nonprofits for special with educational facilities. I mean, this is Microsoft does the same thing, Apple does the same thing. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody. Adobe does the same sort of thing where there are, you know, if you are a legit nonprofit and and you're worried and you want these extra layers, but you can't afford it, then these big companies make deals with nonprofits and, and institutions directly.
2: The other side, the other thing too that makes me chuckle is uh, because you know they say that the the free version isn't going to have encryption because we all know that criminals have no money. <laughs> <laughs> that was another point that I
0: was like, hmm, yeah,
1: I don't know, maybe. but the, in Santa Monica, the organized criminals that were rolling in to do the looting were pulling up in
2: BMWs and Mercedes. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but um, the folks who make the Signal app, which of course is the end-to-end encrypted messaging, it has video functionality, audio functionality, so they're working on a group video component to their free app, free service, and uh, they were putting out the word today on Twitter, kind of uh, trolling Zoom a little bit. They said, <laughs> "They said, hey, if you want to come work on our team that's going to be enabling group end-to-end encrypted uh, video chat, zoom on over to our jobs board and check out." <laughs> Nice. It's available. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, nice. Done. Nice. well done. Well <laughs> done. Nice. So, you know, that could be an option soon um, and certainly one that uh, is being used by a lot of people these days. Yep. Yep. So I just thought that it
1: was a, it was a strange messaging way to go about it that, uh, you know, bad yeah, timing bad to mention. <laughs> yeah, bad marketing. And there's a really valid and very simple explanation for doing what they're doing, which is they're a business. Yeah. yeah cuz
0: when you add encryption onto I mean what what is already a very, you know, data heavy service, your costs go through the roof, man. I remember when it was like expensive just to roll out HTTPS. <laughs> and that's why yeah. I mean, I know this came from Facebook, but they're like when we have to put HTTPS on every server that we have, we're going to lose because this is back when servers weren't as powerful, they're like, we're going to lose 20% efficiency on those servers, so we have to add 20% more servers just to encrypt everything. I mean, I know mm-hmm. it's gotten a little more efficient nowadays, and the algorithms have gotten better, and the computers have gotten faster, but there is still not an insignificant hit to encrypting everything that goes through their pipes. So, right. you know, yeah. it makes sense yeah. to me why they would charge for it, and like like Brian said, they're a business. That's what they do. <laughs> Who's surprised? The FBI angle was definitely just a step on. Your oh, dick that was just, <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a
1: horrible thing. But the idea that Zoom is some benevolent thing that's just come into an existence to help us fight the man, and fight the power, is is absolutely ridiculous.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. People should uh, be so, pissed off that Zoom exists because now they have to work from home and have to buy nice shirts. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, but that's why they should rise pants, up against Jason. it. <laughs> They're saving well. on pants. Right, yeah. exactly. The money you would have spent on pants, you can
2: spend on nicer shirts. That's or, and, and encryption. Encryption. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's right. You, can't,
0: you cannot have it all. Next on the Supreme Court, pants v. Um, encryption.
2: So, uh, I had an interesting conversation earlier this day. I interviewed a gentleman named Daniel Katz. He's a researcher at Norton Lifelock in their research group. And he and his team have introduced a new tool called Botsite and it is uh both a browser plug-in and they have an iOS app and uh basically what this does is in real time as you're scrolling through your Twitter feed it analyzes all of the the accounts and gives you a percentage score as to what they think is to the likelihood of those accounts being bots or not huh and it's cool Pretty cool, boy. <laughs> That's nice. If only Twitter would do something like that themselves.
1: <laughs> Gee, yeah, I wonder I why they guys... don't.
2: <laughs> yeah, if you guys have uh, had time to uh, to check it out or install it, it it's actually kind of fun, uh, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> You know, it tells – what's interesting is like if you go through your regular feed, like if you – you know, we, we all curate our feeds. And so the vast majority of the folks who I see in, in normal everyday interactions uh, are most certainly humans. But when you start seeing the replies to things, yeah. for example, if the president tweets something and you see that those folks are trying to amplify that, that's when you start to see, oh, yeah, that's a bot. That's – you know, that's a bot. That's a bot. So – it's a fun thing. It's a free thing that they put out here, and uh, I've been enjoying playing with it. I have to say I think it's an enhancement to Twitter and helps you. It's, it's kind of like having that person uh, leaning over your shoulders who has expertise on this sort of thing to remind you to say, you know, that that could be a bot. There's a 50-50 <laughs> chance that that's not a real person.
0: Oh, so, uh, I
2: found one already.
0: My friend just just retweeted Anonymous Op Minneapolis at Anon Op USA, and it comes back as 60% human, but with some bot-like characteristics. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Lori, we're going to have to have a chat.
2: (laughs) So, uh, uh, like I said, I interviewed uh, this guy for uh, an upcoming episode of Research Saturday, so you can check that out, and it'll probably be out in a couple weeks if you're interested in the the stuff going on under the hood. Uh, But uh, in the meantime, check it out. It's it's a fun tool, it's free, and uh, I think it's a good thing to add to your
0: Twitter feed. I've just scrolled through most of my Twitter feed, and uh, everything is – is pretty clear except the, the will they suspend me Twitter account that we talked about in the news <laughs> yes. uh, comes back as uh, likely human <laughs> likely human because it just retweets uh, politicians tweets to see if they get banned or not <laughs> but-
2: oh that's interesting yeah that's
0: interesting yeah in,
2: in my interview with uh, Daniel he was saying that um, one of the things they had to make adjustments for was that a lot of celebrity accounts behave yes. like bots yes but, <laughs> a that's... lot of celebrities behave
0: like pots. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. But oh, uh, man. So
2: do check that out. I think it's a fun one, and uh, if nothing else, play with it and see what you think. Excellent. we no, will is... be installing that.
0: Yeah, this is fantastic because Long John Silver's is trending right now because of that stupid thing that Barstool Sports put out that they they, they got me on. It's, hmm. a, it's America's favorite food chains. And it says, based on 2020 data from the Public Information and Statistics Society. Now, I looked at this, and I didn't even think about it. I'm like, there's no way Denny's is number one in California. It's got to be In-N-Out. And then friend of the show, David Teeter, just said, the Public Information and Statistics Society, a.k.a. Piss. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yes, because they they, they labeled Long John Silvers for Maine, and there is no Long John Silvers in Maine. And just through – it's just fun to watch how one tweet can get something into trending based on misinformation. Chuck E. Cheese is trending now. Are there actually Long John
1: Silvers anywhere anymore?
0: Yes, they're very hard to find. A friend of the show, Fogarty, and I found one on our way back from – uh, Chicago, last time I moved back to California. I know there's okay. many times so that years that's happened. Then, right. uh, yeah, about two years ago, we found one in. Uh, New Mexico. Wow. I mm, New Mexico. Huh, interesting. Yeah. And it All was, right. I, I forget what, it, it's one of those places where you're like 7,000 feet above sea level. It was like a right. super high <laughs> desert. Right. Where right. the fish breathe. are known to be. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're in the high desert right. and we mm. found the Long John Silvers in like this janky part of town and we got to roll in and get some, Get, I got a three piece before, before they closed down and it was glorious. I love Long John Silvers. It's one of my favorites. Uh, I grew spots. up eating that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Definitely. The last time I think I saw one was in West Virginia, so they're they're few and far between. But yeah, I agree. It's kind of a treat when you get to get to have one. If, if it's something you grew up with, which like you guys, I did. Yeah.
0: Yes, I love Long John Silver's. That's why I was like so <laughs> excited when it was trending. I'm like, oh, maybe they're maybe they're relaunching the brand. Please.
2: Yeah. No such luck. Going to their website. On this day and age, my friend. One. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> there is one in L.A. All right, gentlemen yes no it's no there's not they say there is but when you go there it's abandoned i've i've been there (laughs) really the gardena one are you sure yeah yeah we went there it doesn't exist anymore
2: Uh, yeah all right guys we'll take care uh i will talk to you guys next week uh try to stay safe try to stay sane we'll just hang in there and do our best that's right yeah all righty So another Santa Monica
1: thing that happened. Uh, this is the day that we actually had the really bad looting in Santa Monica. I think it was last Sunday, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yep. And there's a. I, I watched this unfold in real time on, on local news, so it's pretty cool. And I did want to give these these this couple. I don't, I don't know if they're a couple or not. I don't think they're a couple. Uh, yeah. I don't think yeah. so either. But they they were running around and trying to basically stop people from looting, saying that this is going against what we're all doing here, obviously, and all that sort of thing. And they are heroes. I they threw themselves in harm's way. Um, If you watch the video footage of this, there's flashbangs going off on them. Um, She almost gets destroyed with uh, somebody swinging their surfboard or skateboards, trying to bust through the REI there. Um, Mm -hmm. Total heroes. Absolutely amazing. Um, I tell you what,
0: man, I I was watching this in real time, too. And the mm -hmm. guy that had the hammer that was wailing on the door, she put herself in between that guy and the door. And I'm like... I wouldn't you have balls to do that. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> damn, girl. Yeah. And then the the other guy jumped in to help her. And yeah, mm-hmm. they were throwing fireworks at him. And yep. they they ended up walking away. They did come back and and get it later. But I got to say, man. They got balls. They yeah. got balls. they were they
1: were out and about after that too. The news caught up with them a couple times, and they kept on trying to basically just stop looters, which you know, unfortunately, as you just pointed out, sadly was to no avail because the looters did come back and ransack
0: the REI after they left. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, kind of right. sucks. Was, but, that was, but heroes, yeah.
1: absolute citizen heroes. Amazing. yeah,
0: I was yeah, yeah. I was just, I I was watching. And I'm like, holy shit! I'm just, I'm just like on the edge of my seat. I'm like, don't hurt her, don't hurt her, because <laughs> it's like it was it was crazy that guy with a hammer was just kind of terrifying <laughs> and a shout out to kiana reeves and alex winter who did possibly
1: one of the coolest and most heartwarming <laughs> things that you will see uh, in the next couple of weeks uh they got in uh they were contacted by somebody from san demas high school and uh did a video congratulations to the san Dimas high school 2020 grads awesome so that cool. cool that was so, so very cool. very cool yeah <laughs> yeah It's worth the watch. Link in the show notes. Until next time, I'm Brian Schulmeister.
0: And I'm Jason DeFilippo. Thanks for listening to Grumpy Old Geeks. To support the show and keep us on the air, go to GOG.show slash donate. Toss us a few bucks and we'll love you forever. Your support really keeps us going and we really appreciate it. Show notes for this episode are at GOG.show slash 445. From there, you can find links to old episodes, leave feedback, ask questions, donate to the show, and get links to stuff we like. And if you're still looking for the masks, go to gog.show slash shop. I just got my shipping notification for my masks, so they're on the way.
1: Mine are finally arriving as well, believe it or not.
0: Yep, yep. Just a little bit of hiccups there in the, in the pipeline, but uh, they are coming, and we're probably going to need them for a very long time. So get on that. Stay grumpy.